Leadership isn't about having all the answers. Sometimes it's about knowing the right questions. Hey leader, David Burkus here, organizational psychologist and author of four best-selling books on helping leaders and teams do their best work ever. And in this episode, we're gonna talk about how you as a leader, look, you don't need to have all the answers. I, I know there's this feeling that leaders need to have all the answers and, and I get it, right? Because presumably you were promoted into a leadership role because you had a lot of answers in your first individual contributor role. And the further along you get, the better able to solve problems you are. And of course, the further along you get, the bigger and bigger problems people come to you with. So I get it. But the truth is you don't need to have all the answers all of the time. In fact, knowing a few of the right questions to ask and keep asking about your team and about the environment around you will help you figure out how best to serve them and how to help them do their best work. The first question leaders should always be asking are, what are the real priorities here? Uh, there are all sorts of tasks that leaders and teams are asked to do. There is an ever-changing environment. There are all sorts of new demands. And one of the weirdest things about organizational life is that the reward for doing well is often more work. You, you did it, so we're going to give you new assignments. And when all of that happens, it can, it can become really easy to succumb to the tyranny of the urgent. Whatever is most urgent gets our attention, and so we work on it. And at times, we end up leading our team astray because we end up spending so much effort on things that aren't actually priorities. That's why this question becomes so important. What are the real priorities? When new assignments come on your or your team's plate, when changes in the environment, competitive landscape, whatever it is, happen, whenever those situations happen, you as a leader need to circle back with the team and go over the list of priorities so that the team knows what they're really supposed to be focusing on, where we absolutely cannot drop the ball, and where we could drop the ball for a little bit while we focus on this big, new, most important thing. So leaders need to be always asking what are the real priorities so that they can tell their team, especially when changes to that priority list happen, to keep them focused, keep them more productive, and, and keep them feeling like the work they're doing actually matters. The second question leaders should always be asking where are our potential roadblocks? You know, trust your people. They're competent in a variety of different ways. They know best what their knowledge, skills, and abilities, what their strengths and weaknesses are. So they know best how to do the things that you're asking them to do. And they don't need you to be micromanaging their little hows and making sure they're doing things absolutely perfectly, putting the cover sheets on the TPS reports. They don't need you for that. What they need you for are to find the roadblocks, the things that are preventing them from doing their best work. That might be a resource constraint, that might be waiting on some information from another team, that, that might be a knowledge or skills gap, in which case we need you to help them find those skills. But there's a lot of different roadblocks, a lot of different challenges that, that need to be solved on the way to those goals. And your primary job as a leader is to figure out what are those potential roadblocks and how can I remove them to better free my people to do their best work. The third question leaders should always be asking, what am I not hearing? Look, especially the higher up in an organization you go, there's a tendency to not come to leaders with all of the bad news or the complete picture. You know, there's a reason people say, don't shoot the messenger. It's because sometimes people really do shoot the messenger. And even if you're not that type of leader, there may still be people on your team who want to minimize the unpleasant messages they're sending to you, which means there's certain information that you're not hearing. Right alongside of this, who am I not hearing from? 
You know, leaders lead diverse teams, hopefully lead diverse teams. That includes introverts, extroverts. That includes people for whom the medium of communication, the team is, is using most often, whether that's in-person or remote, whether that's video calling or text-based. All of those things factor into who's going to dominate the conversation just because they prefer that communication medium. And that means you're not hearing from certain people. Now, there may also be a broader reason for that, which is that your team lacks the psychological safety it needs to make sure that everybody trusts and respects each other enough to share what they really believe. So there may be a bigger question here, but you'll never find that question if you're not asking the first question, which is what am I not hearing? And by extension, who am I not hearing from enough? The fourth question leaders should always be asking, who isn't being challenged? Who isn't being given ever-increasing difficulty of assignments? Who isn't being given new chances to build knowledge, skills, and abilities through those various new assignments? Who isn't being challenged? From a motivational standpoint, we know that people are most engaged in the task. They're most motivated when there's this perfect match between what skills and what, what capacity the tasks demand and what skills and capacity that person has. Too much and someone feels stressed and overwhelmed, too little and they feel bored. And oftentimes that can happen. We get so focused on making sure people are just doing what we need them to do that we're not thinking about whether or not those things truly engage them. Most people are motivated to grow and to develop their own individual skills and maybe even develop into leaders one day. And as their current leader, you need to know who that is, who feels like they're being challenged, and who could use a few more developmental opportunities, a few more growth opportunities, a few more challenges. But you'll never know if you don't ask. And the last question leaders should be asking is how is our motivation? You know, that individual idea around challenges and growth as an individual form of motivation, but as a team, how is our motivation? How is our inspiration? How are we feeling on purpose? Especially if you're not in that senior leadership role. You know, I work with a lot of different senior leaderships and retreats and speaking engagements and things. And, you know, we talk about mission, vision, and purpose, but there is a linchpin role lower in the organization, middle managers and frontline managers, whose job it is to take that top level mission and vision of the organization and connect it down to the work that that team is being asked to do on a day-to-day -day basis. That can only fall to the middle managers. No amount of senior leadership's charismatic speeches or, or well-funded propaganda campaigns through videos and posters, no amount of that is going to help that individual person connect, or at least no amount of that is going to help them connect as good as an individual team leader, a middle manager, a frontline leader who makes it their job to look at the work that we're supposed to be doing and connect it to that broader purpose. This could be by telling stories of customers or stakeholders who are helped by the work that specific team does. This could be by sharing gratitude on a regular basis, or this could be making sure to follow up with projects past that have now been handed off to other teams and seen to completion and show people the, in psychology we call this task significance, the significance of how their work from six months ago tied into this major corporate milestone so that they're reminded that their work matters. In the end, that's what we want from work. People want to do work that matters and they want to work for leaders who tell them that they matter. But that's only going to happen if leaders are asking themselves this question on a regular basis, how is our motivation? In fact, none of these things are going to happen by accident. You don't take a team of people to do their best work without constantly monitoring the situation. And that's the goal of these five questions. They're a way to be constantly monitoring the situation, monitoring motivation, monitoring challenges, but monitoring roadblocks and monitoring make sure that people have the right 
focus. They know what they're supposed to be focused on and that you're hearing what you need to hear from those people. If you're answering these questions, if you're constantly monitoring what's going on, then you have a much better chance of taking your team to a place where everybody there feels like they can do their best work ever. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And if you really liked it and you want to go deeper and lead smarter, then check out the amazing resources we have for you at davidberkuscom slash resources. Guaranteed there's something in there that'll help you or your team do its best work ever.